The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Hello, everyone. This is I Am Athlete Tonight, and I am your host, Ashley Nicole Moss. And I got a doctor in the house, the trick shot goddess herself, Dr. Chantel Tremetere. Hello, hello. How are you? What's up, mama? How you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to have some female energy. Last time it was mama. just me, Shady, and Pac-Man, and it was Yikes. it was a long two hours. Yikes. <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm going to give some love to my boy Shady in a second. And, and speaking of Shady, he is on on time in his Always. seat, the 2013 um, NFL rushing champion himself, yeah. LaShawn McCoy. How are you? So can we call you mama like Auntie did or you just want Ashley? Just tell me. That's you my girl. Call me mama. Okay. Yeah. Like my that's my girl. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't but, do that. But I'm nephew, sorry. let me sh- let me shout out real quick because the listeners can't see what I see. Uh-oh. But my boy, my nephew done showed up in a Pittsburgh Steelers hat. That's right. So that's thank right. you very you know, much. The vibe is already going to be good today. But Ashley, go ahead. It's you. <laughs> look, look, looking good as always. I mean, yes. you, see me, you already know that. Well, moving oh on. <laughs> Outside of uh, Shady's looks that he loves to remind I'm everyone about. As always. We have a great show in store for you tonight. Jason Tatum shares his thoughts on possibly teaming up with Kevin Durant. Of course, that comes at the slight of Jalen Brown. We'll get into that. Kirk Cousins is catching shade from his own team. Mm, Shady, uh-oh. I know you like that. Mm-mm. And the summer of Joel Embiid continues. We'll tell you what he did later in the show. But first, we got to start off with the big news of the day. The U.S. offers a deal to Russia for the release of WNBA star Brittany Griner. Do it. Um, in a prospective agreement to obtain the release of not just Brittany Griner, but another jailed American, Paul Whelan, the Biden administration has proposed a trade to Victor Bout, a convicted Russian arms trafficker Do serving it. 25 years in a U.S. prison. The Justin, the, the Justice Department, which is usually against prisoner trades, cannot stop the swap because President Biden backs it. It is now up to Russia. Russian officials to accept. Now, Russian authorities apprehended Griner in February after discovering cartridges of hash oil in her baggage, which Griner ultimately pled guilty to. So, Auntie, I'm going to start with you. What are your thoughts on these latest developments? You know what? I'm going to say this, and I know I might uh, piss some people off. One, like uh, Shady said, do it, right? Bring her home. Um, But not only her, bring Paul home. But but I think we have to have some caution here. You know, I think because in the future or whatever, because I think that is how I how I've thought about this. Right. Is Americans like now I understand when I went overseas and, and people told what told me what they think about Americans and things like that. We 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 are so cocky. And, you know, I think the problem is, is we feel like. American law should be everyone's law. International and law. And at the right? yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, we want her home. But at the end of the day, she's guilty. Like Brit, and that's my girl, but she's guilty of a crime. And you know, should we bring her home? Hell yes. Let's bring Paul home. Hell yes. But I also think that we have to, we have to, you know, not um, I don't know, cart 
I don't know. I'm, I'm trying well, to think I mean, of the listen, damn word two things, already. Two things can be true at the same time. It can be, you know, excessive imprisonment for something that here in the States or any sure. other or yeah. other countries throughout right. the world that wouldn't be this severe. And also, you know, there are other political agendas at play here. Absolutely. So that can be true. But what you're saying is absolutely correct. She knew what the law was. She went mm-hmm. ahead and, mm-hmm. you know, went against that. And unfortunately, you know, there were severe consequences, probably also the situation, you know, with the war going on between yeah, Russia right. and Ukraine probably didn't help her cause. Right. Had that not been the situation, maybe she wouldn't have been in prison at all. They maybe just would have let her go. This right. Is, this could be, you know, Russia also trying to prove a point. But listen, two things can be true at the same time. That's a well, very important is, thing to remember. Yeah, but this is her seventh year going over there. Yeah, she and knows. So you know, you know she, she she knew what was oh, going on. She there. she didn't she didn't pack those cartridges accidentally. Um, you know, however, but how great of a story would it be if if they let her go like in the next two weeks and she comes back, wants to get right back on the floor and forget all of it. And and uh, and then Phoenix, the Mercury win the WNBA title. Like what kind of movie that would, would that be, be great? Because I'm wouldn't my, it shady? My, uh, my favorite female basketball player is um, they are Deon- Let me get the name. Diana Taurasi. Oh, the white mamba. Listen, dog. Listen. <laughs> and everyone, why not? You know, I love me some Skylar Diggins Smith. Everybody might not agree with this, you know what I'm saying? But when I was a youngster, I had a crazy crush on her. And it wasn't all like like the physical and the looks. It was just the swag. And the, oh, yeah. And right. the she definitely like, got some swag. Passing, so you know is Sue Bird, though. Shout out to Sue Bird. One of the girls. Oh, but I don't know DT. I don't know. DT... Uh, Sue doesn't have the swag that DT has. Oh no, like, yeah, Sue DT can play, the, the and, and she's a hundred still playing, right? <laughs> but but she's like Tom Brady of, of basketball. But yeah, oh. she don't have DT swag. Shay, you want to get your want to yeah, get no. your thoughts on this Brittany Griner situation yeah, before we move on? It's tough, but I want to ask Auntie something because you said Come something on. like that. I really don't agree with, especially with America, right? Okay, where you, you talked about how we want to our laws should be the world's laws, and and, and I really I disagree because okay. I feel like, right, if maybe, you know, certain places in the world had our laws, right, it would be a lot safer compared to, like, let's, let's, let's talk about, um, 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 who's in war, was in war, uh, Ukraine and, um, Russia and Russia, Russia. right? Like, come on, man. Like, can you imagine if our president was something like Putin? It it, it would be, it would be crazy. Yeah. But I don't, I think it's, I think it's more of, of, you know, I mean, obviously we can't change the laws in, in, in other countries. And, but at the, at the end of the day, you know, I think we can voice our opinion about laws, but like we walk around expecting that laws should be like they are in America. Weed is, is legal in America. So it should be legal everywhere in the world. Well, and the fact is, the, the, the fact is it's not though, but that's the thing is it's not. And so just like we would expect Russians to come over and obey our traffic laws, right? And, and, and other laws, we have to do the same. Well, I, I think it's more like it's, it's the people. Cause like I give you an example. I've been privileged, right? Since I've been like, you know, in college and in the pros. So sometimes as ball players, as public figures, you know what I'm saying? Like she is right. the like the laws is like, come on, I'm Brittany Griner. Like, yeah, but you I'm ain't Brittany Griner in Russia. No, no, I know. So sometimes like like. Like maybe it is it is interesting though because like you said, Auntie, she has played in Russia yep, for yep. She, several so you years. Know her, yeah, you know so, no, but not only that, but she probably also thought that she had earned some sort of you know uh, credibility or you know street cred, but not street cred, you know. Right. In Russia, because she comes over every single offseason and plays for their national team and they do really well. Yeah. So she probably thought, you know, that mindset that Shady's talking about, maybe she thought applied look, to her in Russia look, because she plays home. for them. Bring them home, right. sign the deal, make the trade. It's not a trade, it's oh, a swap. Sorry, sorry. Right, it's not yeah, a trade, yeah, it's a years. swap. Cut them deers down, bring my girl home. All right, right. well. <laughs> oh, it's only a little marijuana. Come on, Putin, it's only a little marijuana now. Hash oil. That too. <laughs> Listen, speaking of uh, being home or rather staying home, Draymond Green wants and believes he deserves a maximum contract extension. Let's go, D. 
Dub Nation. The Warriors forward Draymond Green, his preference is obtaining a max contract extension to remain with Golden State. However, per a report written by Anthony Slater and Marcus Thompson II of The Athletic, not so fast, Draymond, because although Draymond wants and believes he deserves a max contract from the Warriors, he's also reportedly willing to explore his outside options to get the kind of contract that he wants. Mm. Now, it's going to be interesting because the Warriors might have to decide if they want to keep Green, Thompson, and Curry as their core players or if they want to start thinking about the future and putting their money into NBA All-Star, Andrew Wiggins, and Jordan Poole. So, uh, Shay, I'm going to start with you. Does Draymond deserve a max contract of $138 million? <clears throat> That's a tricky uh, You coughed during That's that number. That's a yes or no right there. Million dollars. First of all, <laughs> they should pay Draymond, right? Only thing I, I don't like is, and this is my opinion, because Draymond's one of my friends, you know what I'm saying? So I want to give him a lot of love, but I want to be fair and honest. Hey, you, if you can't be honest with your friends, you got the wrong kind of friend. Right. That's right. Thank, thanks, Ash. You're welcome. Right. <laughs> so the thing is, right, I think if he goes to another team, right, okay, let me let me break it down. So in, in football, right, when you're their own, when I say their own, like they drafted you, they, they, they've been around you, they know who you are, your DNA, good and bad. They see you every day. They see your weakness every day. They see your best every day. So my thing with him is the things that he doesn't do well that, that the Warriors may know about, right? You can hide it, right? On football teams, this guy might not do this well. You, you can hide it. He can be a great player outside the walls, but inside he's good, but you know his weaknesses. So you hide it. Mm-hmm. Where with him, I, I think it, it might really, really show fashion what people think because he's, you playing with, Curry, you playing with, with with Clay, you playing with a great team, a great system. They pass, they backdoor cuts, they shooting threes. It's so much space compared to you might go to another team, you might get the money. But now, like some of your deficiencies might show out more. Because, Did they not show in the finals? But you, but you still got away with it, right? Because you see what I'm saying, right? Because you're the yeah. team, but it's not like people are oblivious to but, things that Draymond does not do well. We've seen them time and time before, especially it, in that last series. But it's not a big issue, right? Like, like. Everybody talked about how he was playing so bad. Yo, every every game ended in six or less. And that, that whole playoff run. Right. Not So what I'm saying is... Because it's a deep team. It's a deep team. And, and right. like, they know each other. So when we make these plays, okay, we know what Draymond can't do. Let's not do this. Let's not do that. Put him in pick and roll, screens. You know what I'm saying? Put the ball in his hands. Because now you got Steph Curry and them dudes where you got guard them dudes soon they cover or come past half court. Mm-hmm. You, go, you go to another team, you might get the max and the money part. But then does it affect your legacy as far as a player? Because now your deficiencies, we all can see it. Well, I feel and Auntie definitely jump in on this. I feel like, you know, his legacy is already set. You know what I mean? He has four NBA titles. You know, he has four rings under yeah. his belt. I believe he has Defensive, a, yeah. a, all NBA. He's a, he's a two-time gold medalist, a four-time NBA champion, like I mentioned, one-time defensive player of the year, seven-time all-defense, two-time all-star, four-time all-star, two-time all-NBA. So I feel like his resume is kind of set in stone. The only thing is, is you pay Draymond, who is, what, in his 30s, I believe? Yeah. Then what happens is those young guys, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, who maybe be looking to get paid now have to wait a little bit longer auntie i mean from a basketball standpoint just from the inner workings of a team how willing especially fresh off of nba championship are those young guys willing to wait to get their due while you know draymond collects a big check if that were to happen well first let me go back because one you know, I don't. Draymond Green is a, is an amazing player, right? Yes, like you is. said, four time NBA champion. Um, you know, and nobody in basketball like combines more unique like strengths with his obvious weaknesses. Um, he right. he he tilts the balance on defense. His defense is what helped you know win that title. Mm-hmm. Um, but his weakness also you know, tilts that same balance to the other extreme on offense. You know, he was, he was terribly two for 16 behind the arc. They were daring him to shoot. And so like, like nephew said, I think if he goes to another team, you know, what he provides, you know, emotionally, mentally to, to players um, is in, invaluable. But at the end of the day, if he's not on a team with, with Steph Curry and clay and, and some of these young people, uh, young players, then like Wiggins and Looney, like, his weaknesses will be exposed and I don't think Draymond's going anywhere. He he says, yeah, I'm, I'm going to explore my options. He ain't going nowhere. Ain't going um, nowhere. 
but but yeah, and I don't but I don't think I mean Wiggins and and Poole, I don't think they're going anywhere either. You know, when you're winning, especially it's, it's not nice Poole. To, right, it's nice to stay. Wiggins, still. We can, we can kinda, Wiggins, I mean, no, of course you're Wiggins not going has a little bit more. Both of those guys are going to want to get paid. Yeah. Right. And there comes a point in every franchise where you have to I mean, listen, Clay and, and Steph, they're they're already, you know, set in stone. Right. But there's a time in every franchise when you have to start thinking as good as your team may be in the current space, right. you mm-hmm. have to start thinking about the future. And the yeah. future right. is going to be in Andrew Wiggins. It's gonna be right. in Jordan Poole. It's gonna be in Kaminga. It's gonna be in those younger guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So you but I don't sign Draymond about that. Right. I don't sign Draymond for four years. Oh, um, what, what you give him, Auntie? Two. Yeah. Two, yeah. maybe 20 I, a year. I want to give lesson. I, I love Draymond. You know, but I, I just I don't know about the max. I would pay him out. The max is tough. The max right. is tough, especially after the series that they just came out of, and you right. saw how the team was able to overcome despite his shortcomings, the game is changing, you know, and and in 2017, when he won that DPOY, the game is drastically different, you know, and and it just goes to show that scoring matters and Draymond is not always. But he does. No, I will say this though. And I gave him his credit. He affects the game more than anybody. But not offensively. Defensively. Defensively. Even even offensively, he don't, he might not be scoring a lot. Right. But I, I think he, he passes the ball well, brings the ball up, and then when they he's set, more of a nuisance. But no, when they set their mm-hmm. offense up, right? Uh huh. I love how they put him at the one, and they let um, Clay and Steph run around picks. Bam! You know what I'm saying? You set them screens. Right. He passes the ball up the screen. He threw the alley hoop. Like they got a real system. So like, then his assists only go up when Steph Curry is in the game, right? That's true. That's so let me ask you. Let up. me ask you both this then: if, How, if he, how wait, wait, vital is if he? he can shoot, I'm sorry, real quick. Ash. When he was shooting, because I'm a Warriors fan, so I know their team. We know. Right? Yo, when he was shooting the ball well b- back then, the Warriors was blowing teams out. I don't know if you remember that. Of course. So when he when his when his three ball wasn't the same, they were winning, but it wasn't like them blowouts. Right. But in 2022, seeing who Draymond is now and right. looking at that series, you know, in the in the finals, how vital is he to the success of the Warriors team moving forward? That if hypothetically devil's advocate. You did lose him. Is that still a championship team? No. Oh no. I think I think what he provides um, off right. the court. I, I actually I because I it's in the same way that I think that uh, the Celtics aren't playing in the in the finals if Marcus Smart yeah. isn't I on that you, team. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You're right. And yeah. it, you know he like like nephew said like he. He affects the game so much, mm. and like you said, and he's like he's a he's a nuisance, especially on defense. Any day, but he but he, aff- mm-hmm. but he affects the game yeah. on offense too. He affects the game sometimes in a bad way, and oh. you know, yeah. but <laughs> but but I also believe you know at thirty two years old, his shot's not going to get any better. Um, but if, but and, if he had that jumper, I would get. Yeah, him but that. that's if, well, if right. I could, if I could but sing, don't. Dance, I'd be Beyonce. So hello, like, you know. <laughs> hello. Hey, you know what though? Like I mean, I, I, I was um big fan of like hockey. I was in Pittsburgh. They had like the best hockey team, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out and, to the Penguins. And it was this dude named um um Sidney Crosby. Right, he was so good. But I remember he was A like dude named little. Sydney Crosby. Sydney, Sydney Crosby, one of the best ever to play. I know. Okay. Like, there was this what dude named Sydney Crosby that nobody's ever heard of. What's your point? I was young. I was like, what, 17 in, in college? I didn't right. really know about hockey. Because anyway. he was playing with Mario Lemieux at so, the time. Yeah, so I remember just like, oh, he was a big thing in the city. Like, oh, my God, you know? And I remember, like, watching it. And I was like, yo, these dudes is protecting him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Draymond right. Green, right? Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Steph Curry is Sidney Crosby. And Draymond Green's like the protector, like... You can't even because Steph ain't gonna push you back. He ain't gonna get into the arguments. Clay Thompson, same thing. Right. Even Wiggins, they don't have no real like strong personalities where they can get, you know, aggressive. Right. That's what Draymond, Draymond want that brain. smoke. He want that smoke. Touch my man. We got right. issues. Well, on that note, then it basically comes down to Draymond needs the Warriors. The Warriors need Draymond. Just not at the tune of hundred and thirty-eight million. Yeah, absolutely not. So let's figure out somewhere in the middle. But speaking of the finals, the Boston Celtics are also in the news because Jason Tatum gave a quote on the red carpet Uh of Kevin Uh Durant. Mm -hmm. um, Point guard premiere, um, which covers all some of the greatest New York point guards to ever play street ball, professional ball. Very excited to check that out. I played up there. But after rumors swirled about Kevin Durant's future in the NBA, particularly when it came to 
the Boston Celtics. Now, it was reported that allegedly there was a trade on the table that would involve swapping Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant and some other pieces. Don't know if that's going to end up coming through. Reportedly, it was a conversation that happened a few weeks ago, but that fell through, as I said. But Jason Tatum responded to the speculation and said, I love our team. I love the guys we got. Take a listen to this. With the Celtics talking to the Nets about maybe getting Durant. I don't make anything of it. I just play basketball. Do you have a dream team? To play on? If St. Louis had a team, that'd be the team I would oh. play I mean, I played with him during the Olympics, obviously. You know, it's a great player. Uh, but that's not my decision, you know. Uh, I love our team. I love the guys that we got. Uh, I don't know if that report is true or not. If we don't have to do anything. Now, we got two, we got two new pieces. Um, I love our team, right? Uh, like I said, I'm, I just go out there and play with my teammates. So that's not really, I don't put that hat on to make decisions. Did you have any reaction to the reports that James was going to do? I don't believe everything I see on TV. I didn't see anything about me that was a lie. So you never really know what is true and what's not true. So a lot to dissect there. But first and foremost, um, uh, you know, I went on the record a few times and said, look, Kevin Durant, I still think greatest basketball player currently playing, but the Celtics Mm. don't need him. I think this is a really good team from top to bottom of their roster. You know, first um, time head coach for the Celtics, Ime Adoka did a sensational job. The guys really respond to him. I don't know if Kevin Durant drastically moves the needle for this team that you trade a player with the potential of Jalen Brown. He's only gotten better. He continues to get better. Not only that, he's a positive force in the locker room, in the community. So, Auntie, I want to start with you. Jalen Brown constantly seems to be in these trade conversations. It was Anthony Davis at one point. It was Ben Simmons at one point. Kawhi Leonard, now Kevin Durant. I mean, the list goes on and on. Are the Celtics ruining their relationship with Jalen Brown to get that if the point comes where Kevin Durant does not end up in Boston, now there's another trade rumor against him that, you know, apparently the front office was, you know, trying to make happen. Well, it's crazy because there was a report report earlier that um, the Nets turned down a trade offer from the Celtics that included Jalen Brown. Derek White and one draft pick. They wanted Marcus Smart um, as well. But they wanted, yeah, no. and they yeah. wanted Marcus Smart and draft picks. Uh-huh. Um, oh. And so, you know, if I'm Jalen, yeah, you know, look, everybody says it's a business. This is a business. It, but everyone, eh, look, after a while, I'm be like, hey, fellas, look, do you want me here or not? Me so. personally, hmm. I mean, Katie, one of the best players in the world. I got to disagree with you about the best player playing right now, but one of the best in the world. But he he got a lot of baggage coming with him, and and I just mm. I, like I can agree Come with you on, when he said I don't think that he drastically changes the Celtics, right? Especially if you get rid of Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, right? I don't I don't think that would I trade a you know would I trade Jalen Brown for AD? Uh, yes, you get another young player, one of the most dominant um, inside game that could help you a lot. Even though he's injury prone. Yeah, I still would because when he's playing in his best, you know, it is what it is. And and like they say, the, the East isn't as physical as they are out West. So, uh-huh. but at the end of the day, look, Jalen understands it's a business. And if his name's out there, you know, it is what it is. The Celtics aren't going to get uh, Kevin Durant. And, and the longer this goes on, I mean, the more I'm thinking the Nets might just chill with Kevin because they're asking too much for him. Yeah. I mean, that was that was always something that I worried about. It's, you know, right. Kevin Durant is, what, 33 years old at this point? You know, he's not getting any younger. He's, that, had, that he's, he's had a few major injuries. Uh, you know, you don't want to trade your future for, although one of the best, or if you ask me, the best in the league, you, right. you just got, you got to think smart and long-term sometimes rather than quick, immediate, you know, um, success. And again, I don't think the Celtics, need him. I think this is a really good team that can get back to the finals with or without Kevin Durant. I I don't think he moves the needle for them. He don't want to go to Boston either. He's, you know, go ahead. Before before I give you my point, let me ask you. Don't get Shay started on Boston. Let me give you a question, uh, Auntie, real quick before I give (laughs) you my points, right? You give me a lot of questions tonight, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah, right. right. You got good insight. 
who's the not the most viable, but who's the best player for the Boston Celtics? Who's the best player? Offensively or defensively? Listen, I'm gonna say it again. Who is the best player? All around player. Who's the best player? Jason Tatum. Really? I would say Jalen Brown. I think Jason See, Tatum on both listen, ends of the court. Listen, you, you looking at Jaylen? both ends oh, of the court? Wait, wait, wait. I asked for your question, but I asked. Now, you let me tell you question. why. Let me tell you why. Because in 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 big situations, right? Part of being the best player is stepping up in big situations, right? Jason Tatum stepped up in the finals. Jalen Brown turned the ball over a whole lot. They all do that over there. And and if you want to be considered the best, you can't turn the ball over and be as flimsy with the ball as he was. Did he step up in the finals, though? Because I don't think he did. So, 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 hold on. No. So, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, let's talk about this now, because, like, you said something to help our, our case. I guess we're together on this, right? Okay, so first of all, Jalen Brown is the best player on the team. He can score when they need points, right? He can if shoot he does, the ball if well. he has the ball, if he if he doesn't turn over the ball, though, they all turn the ball over. That's a bad example. They all turn the ball mm. over. Yo, the, the Milwaukee series, they turn every time they lost. Um, um, with the Heat, it was always turnovers. The, the Warriors was turnovers. They all turn the ball over. That's a show like the youth, right? They were still young, but real quick. The dude plays lights out on defense and offense, both sides. I watched Jalen Brown like ball out where Tatum was kind of like up and down with the offense, couldn't guard nobody. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I just want to make that clear. But when I watch this team, why wouldn't you want Kevin Durant? I, I wouldn't trade Jalen Brown. It's not that you don't want him. It's that you no, don't drastically they do, they, they need, need him they do, to they make do. They do. They need him? Yeah, they need him. No, they don't need him. Yo, yo, yo. If, if you really want to break it down, right, they lost to the – they won two games with the Warriors, right? Two games, okay? And then they – they who they beat? They, they, beat, oh, they, they beat Milwaukee to, to get there. But they won two games with Jason Tatum not even playing his best series. There's a difference between wanting someone. They need Do you them. want Kevin Durant? They Any beat, team would want Kevin beat, Durant, beat, but you don't need him. That's the difference they, here. They beat up. A uh, are they beat a old beat up Milwaukee team? Their second best player wasn't even active, right? Okay, they barely that's got the, that's, one. The, that's the name of the game. Okay, so so what I'm saying is this: I'm saying okay, so you you, you give up Derek um, White, Derek White. He's he's regular, right? No disrespect, but we know what it is. Okay, Jalen Brown is is really really good. Right? Get your that's, point, Shady. Get your point that's out. Big value. And then and then who was the other one to trade? Who was it? it was Marcus some, Smart. Ah, uh, now I won't give picks. that up. I will give up the picks. So who are you giving up? Because Derek because, White because, and, and and a bench warmer. You can't do no, that for Kevin Durant. Look, 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 picks. They got to find a way to make it. That's not my job. Oh my god! <laughs> my job is to talk about it. If you get Kevin Durant, dog, it's a whole nother level, man. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
as we continue our series countdown to kickoff, focusing on one team's outlook as we enter the 2022 season. Tonight, we're going to bring things down to H-Town, the home of Beyonce Knowles, and bring the Houston Texans into focus. Listen, the Texans finished the 2021 season with a record of 4-13, and 13, so not the best. They were dealing with some things, though. Last season, they were 30th in the league in points scored. They hired former Bears coach Lovey Smith in the offseason, and first-year quarterback through... 16 touchdowns and 10 interceptions last season while completing 66% of his passes. That was first year quarterback David Mills, by the way. So that is where we are going to start. Um, Shady, I'll start with you, actually. What do you expect from David Mills in his sophomore season? You know what? He was um, very, very bad in the beginning, right? (laughs) But he was a rookie and that happens. And then I think that uh, he picked it up and he started playing very, very well. It, it didn't lead to a lot of wins, but you've seen the confidence growing. Um, you're seeing late in the game actually making plays. So I, I do like him. I think that next year he'll have a really, really good year. Um, and I'm excited to see his growth. I think he, he showed some growth from the beginning to the end of the year. Um, I'm just I'm just nervous about just the team, right? I think a guy like David Culley, who was a, um, last year's head coach, with the cards that he was dealt, I mean, it, it was hard because mm. if as a coach, if you don't have your team for – a long enough time, it's hard to put the play together. You know what I mean? Get the right. players you want, get the draft picks you want, get the linemen, get, get the skill players, et cetera. So now you bring in another head coach, right, for this young quarterback. It's just hard to see how well he does when you keep changing these, these head coaches with a young player. Obviously, Auntie, this is, you know, David Mills is, I'm sorry, Davis Mills is no, yeah. uh, you know, Deshaun Watson. And that was supposed to be the quarterback of the Houston Texans future. That was supposed to be their franchise guy. It did not work out that way. Um, So they're kind of dealing with the fallout of that and trying to figure out what that next step looks like. You know, how do you, I guess, how do you fix what was drastically broken with this organization? I don't think you do this year. I I think they're going to be lucky to get five wins. Um, They have a, really tough schedule. The Colts are going to, the Colts have gotten better in the off season. The, the Jaguars sure. gotten better in the off season. You know, this team didn't sign any major free agents. Mm-mm. And so, you know, they got a, they got a hope that Davis Mills, you know, turns into a legitimate franchise quarterback. And I think until that time, I, I think they're going to struggle this year. And I think they're going to get a top five pick next year. I just don't think they're very good. They don't, they don't never win no games. Just so you know, so five wins is like, that's four like a wins. Super Bowl. That's four. And they wins. start off with a tough season. I mean, with with some with some tough games, and and so I don't, you know, look, yeah. Hey, at the end of the, you got you got to start off with the Colts, and then you go to the Broncos, to the Bears, Chargers, mm-hmm. you know, at the Jaguars, Raiders, and Titans, and Eagles. Like I don't even see a win in those first six games. <laughs> well, Shady, I have a question for you. We're going to take it to something that a uh, topic you probably know really really well. The I mean, that's ten- most. That's most questions. Then we talking, we must be talking about shady then. (laughs) The Texans finished dead last in rushing last season. So do you think the duo of Marlon Mack and Damian Pierce will be able to improve that? Because if you don't have a quarterback, you're confident and you can always run the ball. You know, the problem is the problem is this. They ran the ball decent last year, right? The thing is they get down by so many points so fast. Mm. Bottom again, the third quarter, right? (laughs) We got to throw the ball. You know what I mean? Middle of the second quarter, we got to throw the ball. If it's down, what, what, 14, 17 points? They, they, you know, they gave up a lot of turnovers. So it's really hard to really say how how good they can be running the ball because I felt like watching them, sometimes they ran the ball well. But when you get down by 17, you can't keep running the ball. So that's that's a tricky question. Yeah, I mean, listen, head coach Lovey Smith is definitely going to have his hands full with this team in so many different ways. But I have to ask you, Andy, do you think that he's in a no-win situation here? Like, it's just, yep. it's absolutely. just not going to work. Right, well. a- absolutely. Like I said, you you know, he has a good, and we keep using it, a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. He has a good running backs, not great running backs. Um, there are some important pieces, I guess, we can talk about in a minute, but I just think, you know, they're just not a very good team. And, and the teams team. in that division are getting better and they aren't. Um, and so this year, at least, he's not in a win-win situation. Hey, hey, Ash, you know what's crazy, though? You asked that question. That was a great question because a lot of people didn't want that job. 
a lot of people Yo, didn't for, want that job. For the last the last two to three years, right when they were even contemplating of uh, changing the coaches, a lot of people didn't want the job. They said, you know what, they're setting us up because nobody wants to take mm-hmm. it. So we got to give it to somebody. Right. It's definitely interesting because that went from being a very coveted job because of the quarterback and that everybody wanted to coach. Right. While mm-hmm. he was there, everyone wanted to go ahead and, and coach, you know, the prodigy that was Deshaun Watson. Right. And then that situation crumbled. And now it was like, well, I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole. I want to know parts of that, not only just because the quarterback doesn't want to play but play there, but all the other moving pieces. And now it's it's so interesting how the Texans went from an organization that was just in a black hole to now seeing the light at the end of the tunnel when they drafted Watson. And now they're literally right back where they started in a matter of what, two years. Yeah. And then, I mean, Mm. once I seen they got rid of um, Deandre Hopkins, I'm like, wait, that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. That that's where it all started to go downhill. Cause like you, you it was Hopkins then it was Watt. Then it, you know, Watson was like, I want to part of this. Always banged up, but it was, they start getting rid of the the linemen. They got rid of Tunsil Mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. Miami. They gave it a first round draft. I'm like, yo, what, what are they trying to? Are they trying to lose? Right. So that's that team, man. They're scarred for the next. No, not scarred. They're cursed. That's their better word. They're cursed for the next. Let me add. One, two, one, two, one. Next four years, they're cursed. Well, listen, speaking of a team that, well, I guess they're not cursed anymore because they have a new quarterback and he's one of the best. We're going to move on to Russell Wilson, the new quarterback of the Denver Broncos, breathing life back into this organization, into Mm. this franchise. And the fans are really excited. But social media was buzzing today. Because um, not only did he come in a tricked out truck, who knew that Russell Wilson was a truck guy, but he also came wearing his own jersey, which I guess I like is, is something I ain't mad at yeah, this man. Which I didn't see a problem with, but yeah. apparently Pat McAfee tweeted, this might be a first. I have never, in capital letters, seen anybody confident enough to wear their own jersey in public while That's... not at an event. Imagine walking through the mall and boom, Russ walks past you wearing his jersey guaranteed to catch a hey let's ride while he's passing this guy is a movie listen shady i'll ask you you played yeah. football is showing up to camp wearing your own jersey is that confident or corny it's, i don't see the problem real quick with, with McAfee, man i think because i love him he's a good dude but you know as, as the quarterback it's different from the other position you the guy uh-huh. i mean i mean hell I, I remember going out to clubs wearing you know my my face on my shirt back in the day they said jesus so christmas it, no, no, back in the you know, <laughs> Back then, it was a thing to have blue jeans, a straight crispy white tee. I mean, I have to iron my white tee for at least 20 minutes, right? Had some Air Force or some Timberlands, and I would have my Yankee hat on. And I would have my sh- my face spray painted on my shirt. Yeah, I, I did that. So, so I'm going to say it like this. I love what Russell did. He even got, listen... Are those Jordans? I don't know what he got, but I like I like I like the swag. I like the sunglasses. I have a question for you. Yes. I, I have a such I have With such the big a big truck in the back. Can I just tell you that if I was in the club and a guy pressed up on me and he was wearing you know a whole fit and he was cool or whatever, and I was like, oh, okay, he's kind of cute, and I look down and he's wearing himself on his shirt. I'm gonna need you to about face out my face. You know what you're gonna say? Are you insane? You gonna say you just said that the guy was cute? You say, oh my God, you're you were cute that, until you walked up to me no, wearing you, your own face on your gonna, t-shirt. What you're gonna say is, oh my God, your your shirt is so cute. That's what you're gonna That's say. That's not what I was so thinking. listen. So all you fellas out there that want to wear your shirt like Come Russell on. Wilson did, there's nothing wrong with that. Auntie, uh, are we really comparing mm-hmm. wearing a, your own jersey to wearing your face on a t-shirt? Yeah, no, I, absolutely <laughs> not. I would never wear my own what face. The hell's going on out here? Yeah, I would I would never wear my own face That's on young. my on my shirt. Like well, no, but look, thank you. I know mm-hmm. in the WNBA, look, there's a 0.03% chance that you get into the WNBA. 0.03. Wow. And so it's I mean 0.02 because it's 0.03 for the NBA. Hell yeah, I'm gonna wear my own jersey. You you earn that shit, wear it. And and yeah, that's right. Wear that shit. So look, wear his little orange jersey. I like the color jersey, and and that's right. You know, I mean Russell is corny. So I think, like you said earlier, I think wait, both, wait, 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 wait. Why is he corny? Both things can be true. Uh why is he corny, Auntie? Everybody calls I mean, him corny. Why is he corny? He's got a little he got, corny. He got a little corny that, now, but I like it, but he got some. It doesn't swag. Wrong with corny though. Right. There is nothing wrong with corny. I'd rather and, have and, corny than future. You know what? I, right. I, Hello. I, 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 I'll say that. I hated that my man 
from the pivot said, "Oh, he's corny." You 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 leave you you leave our uh, future to get with the corny dude. I'm thinking like, first well, no, of all, I would leave future in a heartbeat. The dude's <laughs> right. no, I'm saying dude's educated. He's a good father. Like he he's a good role model. He's a good role model. For people, people people find lack yeah. of scandal. Corny. And he got he got he got a hundred, whole bunch of hundreds of million dollars running around in contracts. And he's married to a beautiful Sierra. Now, like listen, how's that corny? Two things. I mean, he's not. Does he have some corn on his cob? Yes. Is yes. he? Is he? Is I mean, but what's drastically corny to where you can't deal with it? No, I think no. that people take it and run with it. But he's he's got a little people corn are, to him. People are too cool, right? They too cool. Future might just be too cool. I think Future's corny. I don't listen. Right. To if we gonna keep it a bug, I think Future's corny. Yeah, I don't listen to that type of music, so I don't like, really know. I don't really know him like that, but. I think when they be trying to compare it, like, why? Because he's not like with a whole bunch of diamonds on his neck and all that. Like, nah, he's a different dude. Listen, I want my wife, I mean, I'm sorry, I want my daughter to marry somebody like Russell, not like Future. Tell you that right now. I don't know if that's corny or not, but I'm gonna be happy. Look, look, if you look as up, as long as whoever you, your, your daughter brings home it, it ain't got a picture of his own face on his well, shirt, we're good. Right. Do you think, do you think, do you think that, that, Russell Wilson is a simple and sentimental guy. Do you, do you believe sure. that? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you yeah. look up the definition of corny, it says tiresomely simple and sentimental. The end. I wouldn't the say end. simple. Y'all no. see the truck he pulled up in? We, we was, well, we you got to have that him, kind of truck uh, in, in Denver week, with that damn snow. <laughs> we we FaceTime him. Me and Brandon was FaceTiming Russell and they were working out with the guys, right? And he, to me, yeah. he seemed like a typical quarterback that had a cool little kind of corny joke, right? You just called him corny. No, 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 no. Corny joke. I say some corny jokes. I'm far from that. You don't say some. All your jokes are corny. Right. She's, Absolutely she's all of them. Me, ladies right. and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, she's so tough on me. <laughs> but anyway, like, he didn't come off to me as corny. I, I remember seeing him at the Pro Bowl with, with Sierra. By the way, Sierra knows a lot of football. And just talking to them, they was like, cool. They, he didn't come off to be like corny. You know what I'm saying? He was just cool, like cool as far as just a good guy. Listen, I think it's safe to say corny is in the eye of the beholder. I don't find Russell Wilson corny. And if you do, then luckily for you, you're you, not you, married wait, to you, him. You calling me corny. You just say if a guy. No, no, shirt- I didn't say you were corny. I said that was corny. You wearing your own face on your T-shirt is corny as hell. Now she's from New York. They all do in New York. Camera, no, they don't. Set. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, listen. This is where Shady and I are going to get real aggy, all right? Because you want to get aggy. USA Today predicts that the, oh God, I'm almost throw up in my mouth. The Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles yeah. will win the yeah. NFC East. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. After making offseason additions to the likes of AJ Brown, right. Hassan Reddick, James right. Bradbury, and a drafting of a pair of Georgia Bulldogs in Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis, the Eagles are reporting to training camp with playoff aspirations. Nate Davis of USA Today has predicted that the Eagles will win the NFC East with a record of 11 at 6 and obtain the number four overall seed in the conference. Well, Nate Davis, listen, I hate to break it to you, but you're going to go ahead and be wrong in this one, pal, because everyone knows the winners of the NFC East will once again be my Dallas Cowboys. Go ahead, JD. Take it away. Now, nah, real quick, though, like, I just want to know, how are you a Cowboys fan? I just want to know. My daddy is a diehard Cowboys fan. That's the team that I grew up watching. And the year I was born, we won the Super Bowl. So it was fate. Is that the last? Time no, it was 1993. Don't come at me crazy. Okay, so I'll just say this. I don't know the last time that they won a, sh- a championship. It was 1995. <laughs> it's been some time. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have to sell our soul for one in this new decade because um, we've our won soul. five of them by just talent yeah, alone. But, but on, hey, man, that's, whatever. That's You living back in like 1996? I mean, right? I'm, I, I hope that you guys come enjoy on, the one Super Bowl Yo. you won because you're not going to win another one in this listen, millennium. Listen, listen. So, Yo, How old was you in 1996, though? Um, I was three. You wasn't watching football at three. Yes, I was too watching so football you at see- three. Ask, you can call, at, you can call my dad. dad right and, now. And, and, anyway, ladies. I was watching the Knicks play too. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we going to talk about these. We going to talk about this or. or yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be fighting because look. The problem is, right. It's not really her. It's just that a lot of these Dallas Cowboy fans. Oh, they love to brag about all these championships that happened so many years ago. Right. That's all I was saying. But I, I think that. um. I think the biggest question for the Eagles is the quarterback. If, if Jalen Hurts can be the guy that we think he can be, we will win the, the division easily, right? I think the, I think the Cowboys, 
they're nothing but choke artists, right? They, <laughs> let, let me finish. They 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 pay their quarterback, right? They he's supposed to be this superstar quarterback. I mean, don't disrespect Dak Prescott in my presence. Is he barely touching top ten? He's okay. He loses a lot of games for them, right? I, I look at Zeke. They they hate on Zeke so much, but they did this to Zeke. They give this guy 300 plus carries every single year. That's so hard to do. So of course he's going to slow down and he's not be the same productive Zeke that we're used to, right? And then you let Amari Cooper go, right? And then you hope that CeeDee Lamb could be the guy. But what else is there other than CeeDee Lamb on the outside? So when I look at this team, I don't see it. I look on defense, how they were getting bullied around, running the ball, right? Up and down the field. I watch teams do that. I watch how the 49ers straight bullied them. I've never seen... I rebuked that. I, I've never seen a, a home team, right, have home field advantage in a playoff game and all the the, the gamble, all the gamblers bet against them. It was crazy. It was the Rams. They, look, look, no, let me no, tell you no. something. Let it me tell you the, something. The 49ers against the Cowboys and Dallas. They got blew out. They ran up and down the field. Them. They lost. Look, the, you the remember? Dallas Cowboys... <laughs> The Dallas Cowboys are a great team. Fly Eagles um, fly, baby. The, hold on. The Dallas Cowboys are a great team. And that's hard for me to say. Great team. Fan. However, oh. wait a minute. Listen, listen. They were a great team last year. But the thing is, is they didn't get any better. You know, losing Amari Cooper. They not only lost him, they lost Randy Gregory. They lost Cedric Wilson. They cut Lyle Collins. You know, you picked up James Washington, who can't catch a cold, and Dante Fowler. But. You did the Eagles didn't have a very good strong a strong offseason either free agency, but what, what? they got in with listen in free agency, except you know, for obviously they I mean AJ Brown is traded, okay. but look, but what I'm saying is, but when it came to the draft, folks aren't talking about look, Jordan Davis is one of the best. I mean, he's gonna be one of the best rookies. He may be rookie defensive player of the year, and he then and, and then then the the Philadelphia Eagles got a steal in the Kobe Dean, and so they that's they true. improved, that's and that's the thing is is the Eagles improved, and the Dallas Cowboys stayed the same. Now did the that Eagles improve that to the that, that is true? Did the Eagles improve to a point? Did the Eagles is a big pickup for us? I don't. He's a big pickup for us. We needed him. But I'm, no what I'm saying is is it, did they improve enough to be better than the current Cowboys? And if they did, then they're gonna win it. And I, think if they, not, I, I think that the Eagles definitely improved, but the thing right. with Philly in these past few years that I'm not a believer in is that it seems that they slightly improve every season in some way, shape, or form, but the pieces never click when you need them to click. You see glimpses of it, you see moments of it, but you never see it consistently enough for them to go ahead and really get into full gear. Whereas the Cowboys, I'm in agreement with you, they did not get better. They stayed the same. Some may even say they declined a little bit because of, you know, the pieces that they lost. Right. But one thing that you can say about this team is for the most part, outside of the additional pickups from the draft, this is the exact same team. They know each other inside and out offensively and defensively, they know how to make it work in oh, some way, shape, or form. And that has always been something that the Eagles cannot do. Can, let, me ask you, let me ask you both At a question. At least recently. Okay, so hold up. So let, let's just go down the line just real quick. It'll be quick. So who has a better quarterback? We used to probably say Dak, right? Dak's, but you, are you going to argue with no, me and say that Dak Press is not better I'm than saying, Jalen Hurts? I'm saying he's a better quarterback, right? He is 100% so a better we're quarterback. Look, we're looking on a, on a, but on an offense, whose offense you think is better? The weapons. Think about the weapons we have, and you got the weapons you have. It depends on how you go ahead and rate those. Are you just going by grading in terms saying, of individual players, or are you looking at them as a unit? That's if we're looking at them as a unit, I say the Cowboys still have a better offense. What? I haven't seen the Eagles play with this okay. offense yet. You I can can't make that. that assessment. I'm just saying you lose your best wide receiver, right? And you're, you're starting to tell back. Amari, not- Cooper, Amari Cooper was not getting the touches that he was getting. It was always meant for CeeDee Lamb to go ahead and but take I, that number one wide I never, receiver I never spot. said he was. I just said that you lose your best receiver. That's what I said. Your best receiver. I don't think CeeDee Lamb's better than Amari Cooper. Right? It depends on what you, what situation I'm you put about, him I'm in. I'm talking about right now. I don't know. Maybe next year he could be better because you get better as you go on. But So, offensively, I think the Eagles are better. Right? Better linemen, for sure. Right, you disputing that too? A better offensive line? Yeah, yeah. Come on, mm. I mean, I won't. I won't uh, yeah, you can't. Mm. I mean, if you, do you think they're better defensively than we are? I think they're better. Yo, defensively than the Dallas I, Cowboys are. I think they are. 
Yeah, they got they got Michael Michael Parsons. I got Michael Park. I got uh-huh. he's from our hometown. Right? Okay, shout out to Micah. That who else? Uh, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is good, but he gets burnt a lot too. Okay, but he is good. He's a good player, but we gonna go at him too though. Like I said. I have, That's it. I, like That's I it. said, I need to go ahead and see what this Eagles team looks like days. in full functioning season form because we always have the same debate. The Eagles are going to win the division. The Eagles are going to win the division. And Listen. you know what happened last season? The Cowboys won the division. Am I, am I playing Either days? Either winning the Super Bowl, so it ain't going to matter. <sighs> hold up, hold up. And NFC, you know, my that plan days and NFC, I love to beat up on Dallas. They get all these big screen TVs and they got the cowboy trailers looking all good up in there with the water splashing and all that. Don't hit all our cheerleaders because they're fine. We would go out there and handle business. They got Jerry Jones coming out there, you know what I'm saying? We used to whoop oh, boys, man. Yeah. Okay, well, on fly, that note, fly Eagles fly. Let's baby. not die, Eagles die. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel. 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.